I've never had someone so honest, and I like it because that mm-hmm. not every you can't lie. There's no point lying, mm-hmm. and I appreciate your honesty. And um, look, bro, I am a serious artist, hundred percent. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today we have a live special guest all the way from the UK. First time in Canada? 100%. About to really do a lot of big stuff here. He has three shows this weekend, and we're going to sit down and have a great conversation. You know what we have in the building today? We have M.R. in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Holy active, my father. Yeah, that, my fam. Big up yourself. Big up, same. Yeah, man. Welcome to Toronto. Oh, bro, do you know, nice to hear, to, to actually just hear it out loud. Yeah. Yeah, man, a good vibes, man. Because definitely, and as you said, this is your first time here? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what did you, what's your expectations for Toronto? I had, I've, I've got big expectations for it because um, I just, just throughout my career, especially before the recent hit Turn Red blew up mm-hmm. big, you know, before, before that, I've always had a, a good amount of fans from Canada. I wouldn't know which part of Canada they, mm-hmm. they was from, but... Um, yeah, they, they, they've always been quite um, predominant in my in my fan base, like mm-hmm. my whole career. So, yeah, it was definitely one of them countries. I said, all right, when I do go there, like, I, uh, for instance, if I went to like when we went to Sweden, I didn't know what to expect. Mm. But I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm expecting a good vibes tonight in yeah. Toronto. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, already like, literally, as soon as I reached in Toronto, like. Every person, everywhere, every store, they recognize me. So yeah. <laughs> it was a good vibe. It's the power of the internet nowadays, It really boss. is. You understand? It's The internet is such an amazing gift that I don't think we even realize the power that we have in our pocket when walking it's around. It's crazy. Everybody. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, you think you get millions and millions and millions of views over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's many, you go, who knows where it's going and who's listening to that. It's powerful. When you see really. one million views, you have no clue who exactly. is really watching. It's when you start connecting and you actually mm-hmm. start like traveling around the world and you actually start thinking to myself like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got to a point where, you know, I go Jamaica and I go, I'm in England and then I go America and then I go Canada and I go Sweden and I go Switzerland and everybody recognized me everywhere. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like I'm talking about from a normal woman working in a chocolate shop in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did <laughs> Even if they don't know the name? They did. They they know... say TikTok. You're, yeah. you're on TikTok. You're a TikTok guy. Yeah. Like I own TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. On this podcast, we like to go right from the beginning and bring it right up to 2024 because I think at the beginning really forms who you are and yeah. how you really got here in the mm-hmm. first place. So I know you originally, you're from Sheppey. Right. All right. What was it like growing up in Sheppey at that time there? Uh, it was a rough little childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a rough little childhood. Council estate. I don't know what they call them out in Canada. Yeah, it would be um, low, low income housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's th- that, that's what we had. But um, it, it was all right. But um, yeah, man, it was a, there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of struggle as a young kid, uh, which probably, built me to what I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like family breaking up and parents, mum was on drugs. Um, my brother stabbed me. 
my older brother was on heroin and this was in like one house. So it was just like really bad yeah. house and we'd run out of food. Mm-hmm. We had to like borrow food. My mum would borrow food from like the neighbors just so we'd have dinner. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, it wasn't great um, at the start of it. Um, well, it hasn't been great <laughs> all the way through up yeah. until up until recently, to be honest, bro, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, it's always been a struggle, man. It's mm-hmm. always been a struggle. And how did that affect you back then, knowing that, okay, as you said, there's two people in your family on drugs, a lot of bad stuff happening around you. How did that shape you back then? I think it's uh, affected me later on in my life, like, it, uh, without knowing. I think there's ways and things that I don't know how to deal with and ways I act maybe lose my temper in certain situations that I know has probably affected me from that whole situation mm-hmm. back then. And it's only recently that I've really started to realise because I've done a podcast in England with a guy called James English mm-hmm. and he's like a really, really popular podcast. And um, he really draws out like, you know, how you're feeling more than like, oh, what you did. And, mm-hmm. and at that point, when I watched it back, I realised like things had affected me. Even when I say that, I didn't. But yeah. it does affect you. Um, but I think it also shapes you. Mm-hmm. You know, so. it seems like this energy you have, you must have had this energy since you were a kid. Hundred percent. And especially having this going on in your household, how did you, or did you even stay out of trouble at this time? Or you got into some trouble? No, I was in trouble back then. Yeah, we was, I was in trouble right up until like sort of mid 20s mm-hmm. yeah still getting caught up in madnesses and stuff um from even where i lived in Sheppey, my first first part of my life and when i moved to south london no better it's <laughs> just the same same thing yeah um but it was just yeah same um probably more crime in Sheppey than than london but you still you get caught up in things on the road mm-hmm. but um yeah, it weren't up until like sort of mid twenties is when I kind of like stopped. I come off the roads and I said, "All right, let me really stop." It wasn't even really start. I just no, I did. I did. I said, "Let me start taking music seriously." I just mm-hmm. didn't really know what to do. <laughs> when did you discover something musical about yourself? Oh no, from a, from a kid. I, when I was a little boy, from when I was like eight six seven yeah. i used to i used to go to sleep mm-hmm. listening to headphones mm-hmm. like and i would imagine that i was like the, the rapper or the singer or whatever like in them time there you know you had a little crush on some girl in high school i would imagine me singing a song to her yeah. and then something there and from from early like even like i used to when i was young 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 like five and six i used to love michael jackson mm-hmm. and me and my bridge and emmanuel we used to like do like competitions, dancing, like Michael Jackson dancing. From back like then? That. Yeah, 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 from like early. Mm-hmm. So like music's always been my thing. And then when I was like nine, ten, that's when I even started like, we say MCing because you know the culture's different in mm-hmm. England. You know, we got we got artists, but then you have the MC. What's, okay, so explain it to me. What's the difference between an artist and an MC? So an MC is more of a host. Okay. So MC, you can pretty much just chat anything because Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, it would be more of a certain type of music, like garage or drum and bass, jungle. So it's more of like a host. So like, yes, people, you know, like who's ready for this? And uh, and then they might just do a little bit, but it's more time, you know, even they're not even listening to what you're saying. It's not really like, it's not like a live PA. Yeah. It isn't a live PA. It's just like 
like a DJ would do like an hour set and you just got your MC and he just does the whole hour. So you started out as an MC yeah, yeah. before an artist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so when I was like nine, ten, that's when I started doing MC and drum and bass, mm -hmm. just playing around and stuff. And I actually got like a residency when I was really like young because yeah. where I lived in Sheppey, mm -hmm. there wasn't really any other musical artists and there was some some DJs, some selectors around the area that was was like Garage and I don't know if you know what familiar with, with well, garages, but of course. garage music he, mm. that, that was just like starting, and it was weird because I've never actually even said this on a podcast. Because mm. at them time there, there was a it was crazy because in 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 Sheppey and Sheerness specifically where we lived, mm -hmm. it was like a mix. There was a whole gang of us, but like it was like me and my brother that was from, from actually from the Isle of Sheppey, mm. and like a one other mad guy that was from the from the island. Yeah. And then there was like two other boys that had moved from Tottenham. There was like another two brothers, Chris McLean and Jamie McLean. They were they were not. <laughs> they moved from Peckham. Yeah. So there was like a whole like group of like just when a we when mix we of. yeah, and we was just we was just causing problems. And there's like where that, that is more like it's in a more council state. But there's another side of the Isla Sheppey, which is like the more richer side. Mm. And this guy Dan Skembry, big up Dan man. It's like he every Wednesday, I think it was only every Wednesday, it was every once, once a week anyway, but he would he would pick me up mm -hmm. and take me to the yard and uh, run a set and do like a practice mm -hmm. for an hour. And I was only at like 14, 15. And I think that was the first point of um being around, you know, like poverty and crime, but being taken out of that for an hour mm -hmm. and then and focusing on music. And that was quite a nice structure from when I was really young. Every week he'd pick me up. And like and all the man they'd be doing a fuckery. But that one hour, hour I would stop and I'd go there and So you would say that was your first time probably in your life where you started to receive structure in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Musically I'd say, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and then we had like a residency every Saturday, which which were um just like a little bar, a little local bar. And then that moved on to getting uh, the residency in the main nightclub every month. Mm -hmm. I get. I was only like 15, 16 at this time, so I wasn't allowed out the DJ box. I had to mm -hmm. stay in the DJ box and I wasn't allowed to drink any alcohol. Mm -hmm. But it, it that gave me confidence in music because it was like over 18. So you got to think a little 15, 16 year old who's got a host for a load of 18 year olds. For adults. Or, yeah, for adults. So mm -hmm. like that gave me a lot of like um, confidence and and. Mm -hmm. I think my performance skills to this day was from that. Yeah. That, from early on, yeah. That's where you started to learn this. So even grime now, when did grime start to, when did you start to notice grime and so get involved? I, I was, li I literally started with when grime started. I, mm -hmm. we, we, I, I moved away from Kent, which is the Isle of Sheppey, mm -hmm. to London. And when I moved there, that's when grime was literally just like, maybe like a year like even and that was just like the up and like the the, the, the roads, mm -hmm. uh, even like Ringo Vision, um, big up management Ringo Vision. He he um, he was like doing icy streets back then, and I didn't even realize he was like dude going around there. Like back then, Ringo, it was it was just like DVDs. It, yeah. it, it, we didn't have it, it was we didn't have YouTube. That no, wasn't no, even no, there no, then. No, no, no. It was just like it was like ghetto road DVDs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, Big up Z, you done that thing set management same way one YGP, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to um, what I was saying about um, 
the early on with 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 the music it was i i i literally we started when it when it when it happened and um i don't know if i even really liked it that much because i always listened to reggae and dancehall music like prior to that like from long time mm-hmm. from my old my older siblings so but i think i was just influenced by the mandem but i changed when i moved to london because the accent's different bit more so how I talk now is more like a London accent yeah. so that's what I did I'm discovering now is that the London yeah. accent is different there than the other yeah because you can't say all right I say you're right mate you sweet yeah you're right mate yeah you know what I mean but we, yeah well, I've got I've got it still but it's just like a little mm-hmm. my accent might just all over the place <laughs> because I had um a couple of weeks ago sitting in that same chair there was um Lady Leisha Oh yeah, we got Lady Leisha, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, she's from Birmingham, so mm-hmm. she's got like a different accent. Yeah. You know what I mean, blood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk like so this, it blood. was part. So she again, she was there at the beginning of Grime. So I guess did you guys interact back then? Also? She was quite. She she done. She was quite successful early on. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, in in the Grime, um, my success come a little bit later. But um, I remember doing shows of her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, I did meet her. We done shows and stuff. But um, yeah, I, like I say, I changed from being a host with a certain sound mm-hmm. to now recording songs mm-hmm. and kind of changing up the style a little bit and going going with what was changing because it was garage and then it was grand because it wasn't that everybody like I, I didn't just change everybody changed got you at the you know same I mean? time there was, there was a specific moment in Graham uh, when it was a group called Page Ago and they forward, but they was more like a yard style and it was a bad man thing and they just changed the whole game. Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, okay. So Dizzy Rascal, like, I don't know if people really know this, but like early on in them garage days, like them man there. Yeah. Oh my day. Like, cause it was all like, we loving it, loving it, loving it. We loving it like this. Everyone, yeah. Party vibe, nice and oi, oi. Oli, 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 oi, 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 all that stuff. So that's what I was doing. But then Dizzy Ross, and he just come in with some dirty stank, break it down and break it down. And it was like, oh my, did the whole end. There was gunshots going off in raves. And it was just, that. It, that's when it changed. And they built Grime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dizzy Rascal and them man there and Wiley, they built Grime. Like from then, because it was garage, but then Wiley was making beats. Like boom. Boom, 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 and it was—it wasn't nice no more. Now yeah. it was like, oh man, this one really dirty, yeah. yeah. And that's where it changed. So I just kind of went with that, and the, the energy of my freestyles is definitely from that era. Yeah, hundred percent. You, I'm, we're gonna get into that freestyle just now because there's a lot of stuff that we need to unpack, but we'll get there just now. With even your name M.R., mm-hmm. how did you come up with that? It was just like my initials like turned backwards and then it, it was just there. It, it was then times there I wasn't really taking music so seriously and so the man them say, yo, <laughs> I'd look a street name, Little Rider or something like, I'm smart, Little Rider, come ride out with a business. <laughs> but I said, ah, we can't have that. You can't have that as a, as a as an artist name. So mm-hmm. we just, we literally just changed it in about five minutes, kick and fast. And yeah. that was because even a video I seen from like 12 years ago, that was a name on the, that was your name back then. M.R. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing to see how long you've actually kept your name. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. When was the first time you started to see, did you see any success in Grime or it wasn't until later on where you turned over? 
No, I, uh, I mean, I mean probably, oh, no, not success. Local, local, local little hits. Mm-hmm. But no, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Reggae now and dancehall. Where did that influence come from now into your life that now transfer into your music? Um, it was when I kind of moved away from London, uh, back to Kent, mm-hmm. and I was away from the random, and the, the influence of Graham wasn't around me. So now I'm now I'm like, hmm, let me try some different like this. Let me try and do music that I like. Mm-hmm. I like reggae and dancehall music. So I started. I've done a few mixtapes that wouldn't even be on the internet or anything like that now. And there was a mix between, you know, reggae, dancehall, grime, all different kind of bits like. Uh, but I'd say the patois wasn't like um, full on back then. But I, I, there, there was parts. Like, I remember one lyric. From like, I had this style, and it that it done quite well. It was called the Grease Man, and I had one mm-hmm. one slogan was like Grease, and it was just grimy. But that done really well, and um, but like I'm one of the lyrics from say, M them say M dot take it easy upon them. Then the one to get what am I saying? What am I saying now? M dot take it easy upon them. Them the one to get greasy upon them. Man, I pull out the thing and squeeze it upon them. Flow so cold it's freezing upon them. So. It was there, but you just would never have heard it. So, like the little two two clips that actually ended up on YouTube, maybe just didn't have that. They just was the songs that didn't have the influence in it. So it was always there from a long time ago, but then it just built up more, 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 more over the years. So even liking the the dance and say, okay, yeah, I wanna try some of this or incorporate it. That's cool because you know you need the dialect. Yeah. When you're singing, yeah. well, how come you decided to say, "Okay, I'm going to even speak patois outside of the music"? Also, uh, I, th- I suppose it's just life. Naturally, in life, it just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, like Z management. I've known him for like eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the influence has always been around me, anyway. So yeah, it's it's been a thing where I would meet it just naturally without even music. I would have been around Jamaican people, so I would have just called you mean Jamaican. It's like the, the most catchiest uh, accent in the whole world. Like you can't spend ten minutes of a Jamaican around a Jamaican and not catch the lingo and think that sounds cool, man. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the best accent in the world. And that was your influence here, where you said, "Okay, I'll, I'll do it in the music, but I'll do it outside of the music also too." No, like I didn't even think about it. No, I didn't even, that wasn't even a thought process. It wasn't yeah. a thought. It was just something that just, naturally just happened. Naturally happened, yeah. But don't you think people will find that kind of off-putting? Okay, we get it that you're singing dance hall. Yeah, yeah. You're not the first white dance artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. But when they say, okay, now you're you're speaking it in your regular daytime patois, yeah. wouldn't you find that that's off-putting to some people? Uh, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe. What's, What's the feedback you've gotten online or in person for that? No, I don't get. I don't really get any problem with that. You sure? No. Not from. Not from. Well, for white, white people find it a bit strange. A lot of white people find it strange. <laughs> white people find it strange, but yeah. black people don't really find it strange. Uh, no, they don't really find it strange. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. No. Mm-hmm. Did they? Do people think that you really come from Jamaica? Um, I think maybe if you're maybe I suppose maybe if, I think if you're from America or, or England or Jamaica you'd know I'm not but mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure maybe like you know like European countries yeah. m- maybe they think I might yeah <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> yeah yeah big deer but no, no to be honest with you I think everybody knows I'm because I'm so big now 
Like, and my kind of stories out there, I think everybody knows that I'm British. It's... <sighs> internet is a funny place. Yeah, you, ne- you never know. You, you know, know what I mean? People... Yeah. Because, again, we're in a society where people get offended very yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah, You understand? Yeah. That's why I'm asking you if people have taken, if you've seen people taking offense of you speaking this way, not the music per se, right, you know, right, right. because as again, oh, no, genuinely the biggest. Big, no, personally, personally, mm-hmm. I haven't, no. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest um, dancer artist that was white comes from Canada, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? The yeah, biggest, he's done yeah. numbers and things that, some other artists has never done before in their career right. in dance hall. Right. So it's not really, okay, yeah, you're white. Okay, we get that. Cool. It's just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it feel like it's almost like a character. You know what I mean? Opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to you being I your think, real I think with me, self. I think my stories out there so much, people know it's not just a character. They know it's not a gimmick. They know mm-hmm. it's real. So they, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a Caribbean cooking show uh Teach oh, people how to cook Jamaican food. Yeah, cooking vibes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, but I'm 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 really blessed mm-hmm. to be uh yeah to 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 just be me mm-hmm. yeah and I'm blessed and thankful. So was it the freestyle the one that you did on BBC that was the first one that really took off for you? No, the one you did with Toddler T. No, no, no. It was a, there was a couple prior to that actually. There was one before that called Hundred Gyal that kind of went. You have a mixtape called 100 Gal too. Yes. And yeah. that was kind of built off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had one, Dougal Dagger. Uh, that went viral as well. Mm-hmm. And then I done the, something called a Black Box, a, a media site in the UK. And um, that really, really hit. Like, that probably got about 25 million plus. All, like, yeah, that one one page alone, Unilad on Facebook, they got about 12, 13 million. Million over there, million over there, million over there. So, that that was in 2018, and that's after that. That's when I'd done the Todd the T one, and then I'd done the BBC Asian Network, which mm-hmm. and they all kind of went viral and done their thing for a few years, and I was going viral continuously and working and doing a lot of work up until 2023, and when I went to drop a, a new freestyle like the beginning of the year, um, that's when the BBC Asian Network that he just reposted it and it just went mad Chris Brown Wiz Khalifa Amber everyone was posting it Shaquille O'Neal and that's when then I dropped then the freestyle Radam mm-hmm. and that's when yes, Popcorn Pop caught on to mm-hmm. it because Management Z he posted he, we was on, I was on live and he just recorded it and just posted it up on his page and Popcorn reposted it off of Management's page mm-hmm. and that's when it all kind of started and he brought me out on stage mm-hmm. and um it's just been an absolute whirlwind like, from that moment there, literally. Because the first time I, I seen you, especially to me, I, I, I might have seen the other one, but the one that really stuck in my mind was the Toddler T one, the BBC right. one. And yeah. to me, I thought you were mean, right? I thought it was, I thought it was a joke. I said, yeah. okay, because of the energy you're putting in and all of this. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly thought it was a joke. A lot of people do because it's, it's so different. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it a couple of times and think, yeah, because it, it, it can, it's shocking. Do you know what I mean? So shocking can come across like you have to make your mind up with if this is real or this is a joke, is this funny, is this real? Um, but, and then the thing on top of that is I'm a very humorous person. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, that's, 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 now that's making you even question it even more because, you know, I'm actually just a, 
genuinely like normally funny type of guy. I don't really mm -hmm. take things too serious. So mm -hmm. like, and my music is quite humorous. So um, I do understand why people people think that at first. Yeah, because even when your management linked me, yeah. I said, okay, yeah, we have this coming up and stuff. The first thing that came out of my mouth, I said, yo, I thought he was a meme rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really thought that, okay, everything that you put out was a joke. I did not know like, that like, you were taking like, it serious. Like a content creator. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought it was because I do know you do content also because yeah. you have like the cooking vibes and yeah, all yeah. those stuff. So I figured, okay, this is just another piece of the content too until right. I really looked at Turn Red. Hold on. This has over 5 million views on it. There's something going on here. <laughs> but at first, because of the how, when I say energy, that same energy you have, it seemed like you had from a kid. When I seen it, I said, are you sure this guy's serious, bro? Or is this guy, it looked funny. It looked entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't know the seriousness of it. Yeah. You yeah it's I mean? very serious. Yeah. Yeah. Who were some of your, your influences when it came to dancehall and reggae that you say, this is who I really like their style and I looked up to? Uh, Don't know, Vibes Cartel, Beanie Man, Bounty Killer. Mm -hmm. um, even like, you know, some of the newer artists, um, Massacre. And and then man there, um, mainly but uh, mainly uh, Elephant Man stage performance wise, mm -hmm. but yeah, Beanie Beanie Man uh, vibes cartel, uh, a lot of influence from them. Too. Yeah, yeah, they were the influence. Radam, how did you come up with Radam? Because as you said, this is what made popcorn see and everything, and you linked with him. How did you come up with that freestyle then? So that was, I was like, right, let me build a new freestyle. When it was the beginning of the year after that, I mean, I clout them with something serious. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think of like, what's happening on the internet. And Peanut Dread, he's like, he's doing this rad dance and it was hard, oh, it was just making me laugh, bro. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, let me just put that in the song, Radam. <laughs> And it works. I big up Peanut Dread, man. I'll be honest with you, Peanut Dread. I didn't even release it. I didn't make no money from it. Mm -hmm. But if you want to link up them, man, there, you can link them up still. <laughs> Wait, but okay, again, now you could, uh, could you understand why I thought you were a meme artist? Yeah, of course. Because again, now this is right. I'm, this is, it's humorous. It, it's funny. Yeah. So then now. And even though you know that I'm a serious artist, it's still funny. Yes, it's. Because that's a pussy turn red. <laughs> but you see, I'll tell you the truth from my perspective. Right. You say you're a serious artist, but I'm not 100% sold that you're a serious artist. I know you could do it. I know you're talented, but I don't know if music, if you're really serious about this, because I find that you're good on the internet. You might find something that's working, so this is what I'm going to work with now. So I don't know how serious you are with music. Do you know what? That's not down to me to uh, convince you. Why that's not? Down, no, because I can I can only do so much of what I'm doing. You that's down for you mm -hmm. to say. All right, I like this artist, so let me research and let me see. And if you research, then you'll see. This is not just now. I've got albums. I've got albums and all different type of music. And um, look, this is what I can tell you. Mm -hmm. It's more than serious, bro. I will be one of the biggest artists you've ever had sitting in this seat. I'll hold you to that. I remember me telling you that. Yeah. Because I'm so different. And this is why you have your views and why you have your views. Because my journey is so different. Because mm -hmm. 
it's been this exact the same perception. Mm -hmm. He's a joke. He's a, and because it's been so many views, the whole world's seen this. So the whole world's watched me fight and maybe thought I was a joke. Mm -hmm. Some of them realized that it wasn't. But you see my passion and my work, I do this 24-7, 24-7, mm 24-7, -hmm. 24-7. So when you see somebody work every day, he does what he did, this is what he does. Mm -hmm. You know, this is clearly what he does. So it's not just like, he's not just doing this. You don't do this and do another job. Like this is what he does. And, um, you know, the whole world's seen my fight and my struggle to be taken serious. Mm -hmm. And with Turn Red, it did turn a lot of people around. And that was the moment where, you know, people took me serious. I got signed to Sony, you know. Because of Turn Red. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was the point where I felt, yeah, now I've proven to people, like, this this ain't a joke. It was a, it was, it was a successful moment for myself to say, like, yeah, look, now, now, look, whoever thought this was a joke and you thought it was funny, look, now, I've got, I've got, I'm number one in the iTunes reggae charts. Yeah. I'm number eight in TikTok on the whole of TikTok over Christmas. I'm doing 10 million streams plus, mm -hmm. yeah? And the thing is, this is why it's, this is why it's a serious thing. Now people realise, now they pay me big money to go and do shows. Mm -hmm. But when I'm doing shows, bro, I'm an actual real artist, real artist like actual performer, like you've heard my story. I'm a real performer. So when I perform, it's not no joke thing. It's a real show and like, wow, that was that was wicked. So it's like now, you know, you get these gimmick things and they go viral and they might get a few bookings and then it just that kind of like fizzles out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not that with me because I just hit and I hit again and I hit again and I hit again. So it's how many times I will hit the songs before people, each individual person, you know, takes it seriously. So but I'm, again, I'm not here to convince people. <laughs> so you purposely insert like comedic value into your music? No, I wouldn't say purpose. That's kind of, that's who I am. So then you could understand where, even though, again, I told you 12 years ago, I seen where you were actually, you were rapping. You yeah. were doing rap 12 years ago. Yeah. So clearly you've been doing music. But again, when you have the comedic value added to it yeah. and your your animations, yeah. it that's why that's why I think that's <laughs> what it is. Not the words coming out of your mouth are the flow. I think it might be a combination of everything. Mm -hmm. Why it's a bit hard. Yeah, yeah. Take it serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it's a... It's a fun song. Turn Red is fun. Yeah, we could, we could jump up and do stuff. It wasn't serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not, there's no, is he serious? Or is he playing? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've always been doing this for a while, but is he serious? Uh, You'll find out. Uh, I guess we will, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why I like doing these podcasts, because you put a timestamp on things. Because where you are in your career today, mm -hmm. when you walk out this door, mm -hmm. Five years from now, 10 years from now, 12 months from now, you're going to be in a different place, yeah. whether it's 10 levels higher, 10 levels lower. But now I like to capture in your essence right now to yeah. see where you are. Yeah. So then we could come back again. You could, you could either say, see, I told you, <laughs> or I'll say, hmm, look, I told you. Yeah. One of two things are going to be right, I right? Think deep down, I think deep down, you know. Huh? I think deep down, you, you know. You think? No. Nah. I, again, I'm, I can't lie to you. I'm not, I don't, I'm a man. I love music. 
I like your I like your delivery. I like your flow. I like your style. I like what you bring to the table. Mm. It's just I don't know how serious it is. That's my only apprehension. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's all good. You still uh, yeah. yeah. Did you do the the theme song for Cooking Vibes? Yeah. You did the theme song. Yeah. Okay. So then you showed your reggae side there. Right. Yeah. Culture side. Yeah. Mm. So then okay. So then you see now okay okay he has some reggae. You do the dance hall, but the reggae sounds proper too. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cooking vibes. How did you come up with that there? Um, it's a strange one, really. I just love cooking food. Mm-hmm. And when I was putting it out on pits, you just like, you know, just doing little Instagram stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, man, you should do do YouTube or this and I thought, yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? At them times there, um, music wasn't really popping like that. So I had time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it was fun though. You'd go to Jamaica and cook food in the sunshine and yeah. rustic, like proper authentic way. It was nice, man. Yeah. I, I miss it to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Because I guess the music is taking you in this direction, so you can't really. Because your first YouTube page was the Cooking Vibes before you had the um the Vivo. Yeah, Vivo. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. Turn Red is actually the first iteration is on right. Cooking Vibes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When was your first time in Jamaica, and what was this like? Now, yeah, you heard the songs, you 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 seen it on probably VHS or DVD. So, what was it like the first time you touched on and smelled that air? I had jet lag. I was just trying to. I just walked. Yeah. I just put my bags. I just walked for about a mile. <laughs> yeah. Looking, taking it in. Yeah, I loved it, man. I remember I was jet lagged. It was the first time I ever. It was the first time I ever like. I can remember being jet lagged. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but. Yeah, man, loved it. Definitely. First time. When was the first time you were there? Um. Wow, because I went Saint. I was in. I went to Saint Vincent and stuff, and mm-hmm. Barbados, where my family got married into. Mm-hmm. Um, way before I went to Jamaica, I couldn't remember the exact year that the first time I went to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the first, the, the exact year. Yeah, I couldn't even couldn't yeah. even tell you. It's been that, a long time ago, yeah. man. Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause and it was a it was a very interesting trip back then. Yeah, I, I went there for a week and then I left and I went back about a month later. <laughs> because I see in your videos you're not on resorts, you're in the garrison. Yeah, you know what I mean, with the man them whatever they're doing there, that's what you're doing there yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. How do you like being in the garrison, or does it remind you of, is it council it's called? Yeah, yeah. It, does it have that same type of energy that you remember growing up back in the UK when you get to the garrison in Jamaica? Um, I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at you, like, I yeah. think so, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's why you're comfortable in the garrison. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. yeah. There's a sort of things that you used to, because in the garrison, you've always got a lot of shops and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and accessible thing that's what we're used to yeah. yeah and how how do they accept you when you're in jamaica yeah man a good vibes man jamaica mm-hmm. loves me man yeah yeah and they you've been down there since you put out um turn red because i know you did I, a remix I, with, well uh, turn red I, I actually done turn red in jamaica it was done in jamaica yeah it was it, it was done there um so i have i haven't been back that but that was recent so i haven't been back since now why is why is turn red so short because it was a, just a freestyle. It was yeah. It wasn't actually a song. 
It was just a freestyle, yeah, and, and it just went viral. So I just went and just put exactly what was going viral on the song and just put mm -hmm. it out. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it, to be, bro, like, mm -hmm. look, it wasn't a serious song. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't. So I do get, I do, and I do get, I do get what you, I do get what you mean. But you, you, you understand, listen. No, 100%. Listen, I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the God's honest yeah. truth, bro. Mm -hmm. I've never had someone so honest, and I like it because, mm -hmm. look, not every you can't lie. There's no point lying, mm -hmm. and I appreciate your honesty. And um, look, bro, I am a serious artist, hundred percent. And you will find that out. And I think you will research it a little bit more now. We've had this conversation. Hopefully, you'll be um, surprised what I research. But, but continue. But um, yeah, I, I just think um, yeah, it's a good vibes, man. Mm -hmm. I, I do get. I do understand. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm. That's yeah. that's my point. Yeah, mm -hmm. fair enough. Snoop Dogg song now. Yeah. All right. How did that even something like that turn red is cool and everything, but now turn red in Jamaican so to Snoop Dogg. I know, that's a, a bit of a that's change. A, <laughs> that's a super leap, and it's through you guys in the song. Yeah. How did that song come around? So that was just literally through like someone wanted to do a feature. Mm -hmm. So they already had Snoop on the song, and they wanted to do a feature, and it's like. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have done that type of song mm -hmm. if it didn't have Snoop on it. But he was like, yeah, I'm going to do a feature. And I was like, okay. Um, he come back, he said, look, I'm going to talk about paperwork, but the paperwork, he said, can I give you after paperwork and put you on a song with Snoop Dogg? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, sounds good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So is that an official song, a remix where I put together? What, no, it's official. What is it? It's, it's official. It's on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. From you say Spotify, then it's it's there has it to be has something. To be, yeah, yeah, yeah. With YouTube, yeah, you could get away with YouTube, whatever. But yeah, you could probably get away with you, yeah, yeah. but not on no, no way, not not downloading on yeah. Apple, iTunes, and stuff like that. No, no way. <laughs> yeah. And okay, so it wasn't his people or his camp. It was, I guess, a third person had yes, something yeah, done, right, yeah. and then they said, "Hey, we like what you have," and that's how. It, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what they else? probably thought, do you know what? We got this song with Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. He probably do well. This guy's blowing up. Let's put him on it, and yeah, it kind of makes sense. How is it doing for you right now? Yeah, I mean, it's been um, it's been so busy recently that I haven't even really, really focused on 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 that song. Um, but it's doing well. Mm -hmm. It's doing well. Not as good as Turn Red, uh, but um, I just released a new freestyle two days ago, which is as that's hit. the one in the studio. Yes. Yeah. Plugged in, mm -hmm. that seems to be doing. Um, so now it's like a lot of people like who thought I was a one-hit wonder. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Oh, this guy's a one-hit wonder." They're like, "He's back. He's done it again." Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's now it's a different style of music. And you know, when you listen to when you listen to the freestyle, you have to really check it out, brother. And it's metaphors, punchlines. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Again, it's now showing people a little bit more of a serious side rather than Mr. Pussy Tired, Gymnastic, now the pussy dead. You know, so now it's a little bit. But even though, bro, like, like I'm with you, bro, I'm with you because even in that, there's still parts of elements of it that are funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's just, it's just that it's just how I am, bro. Yeah. It's just how I am. So let me say in one part, let me say, uh, um, if I don't get no pussy, yeah, I go fuck up my sleep. It's my time now they can't stop me. It's, uh, it's, but it's just, it's funny, but it's not, mm. 
Like it's not. I never obviously sat in the thought I'm going to try and make people laugh. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's just how I am. That's who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it comes across like that. <laughs> you, know, you know, for the past, I guess, probably 20 minutes, you've been trying to convince me. I'm real. I'm the real deal. Boss, it's one of two things are going to happen. Yeah. It's either, yes, I'm going to believe you, or you're going to convince me. One of two things. You know what I mean? <laughs> but again, as I said, that's why I like to have these type of conversations. Of course. You know what I mean? So you seem to be, you go to with freestyles. How about actually now, uh, a song, a full song, sit down, I wrote it, three, three um, verses and everything. When are we going to get that from you now? I've actually got it ready to release, and I think it's the one. Mm -hmm. um, but management just want me to, just, just, you know, they're just like, I can't record a few more songs, and mm -hmm. but we're kind of happy with this one. We're ready to go, and that's more of a structured, mm -hmm. structured song. Yeah. yeah, because clearly we know the freestyles. You're wicked on the freestyles, and they could blow. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, mean? um, I'm, I am, because it, like I say, even my big, big song is not a structured song. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've still, I've still got a, still got a hit with that big structured song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who do you have any more collaborators or anybody that you're looking to work with? Um, it's quite difficult after Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that opens that opens the door to many other things. Yeah, yeah, you know no, I mean? definitely. And it could be more. Yes, it's an official song, but more you and this person sat down 100%. in the studio. We 100%. did this together. We brainstormed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? No, correct. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. Um, uh, Tommy Lee. Mm -hmm. Tommy Lee Sparta. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we should get, get something done with him soon. Mm -hmm. um, but um, apart from that, um, I'd like to work with a lot of artists, but um, just my career is just so busy. I don't even get, don't even get time to think yeah. about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a... I'm an easy person, so I'm I'm always up for collaborations and stuff. Because I know you have a a song that came out I think late last year with Fully Bad. Yes. Fully Bad was here the other day too. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, my big uh, yeah. Fully Bad man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So so you're working. There's there's things that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. With um, I remember when I first seen you too. You used to have a gold teeth right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But again. This is where the gold teeth here, the mesh marina, the hair up like this. And again, that's why it was, okay, cool, I, I, see, I see what you're doing. But to you, I guess that you're just living your normal life. That's just who you are. Yeah. 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 What happened to your gold teeth? Why you decided to change all Oh, uh, my teeth, was, I had like really bad gum disease, mm -hmm. like really bad. So like I had a gold teeth there, but it was, yeah, I had like, yeah, my gums were receding and it was, it was really bad mm -hmm. and um a company just they they just said oh we'll do your teeth for you for free all you gotta do is post it all you gotta do is post it so um yeah happy days isn't it wild what happens from just posting something on the internet crazy bro absolutely crazy yeah yeah it really is what's the craziest dm you've ever got a dm that you never forget whether this was a super surprise or was really bad a dm that you'll never ever forget Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sony. Sony. Yeah. I'll, it was I'll, via I'll DM. That. It was it wasn't a DM, but I remember the the payment mm -hmm. in my bank and it's from Sony Music. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, man. Yes. 
And so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, an, it's emotional for me, bro, because you have to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy for yourself, someone sitting in the chair and saying, oh, oh, you know, we don't know if we take you seriously or not. Or we don't, but you have to remember, say, we go through this. This is a real life struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's serious. It's real. You know, and um, it affects you. But it the, does affect you. So when these moments happen, I think they're a little bit more emotionally than maybe another artist because mm-hmm. they haven't had to sit here and go through like, oh, are you take Because I'm sure Fully Bad didn't have to go through that. Nope. I'm sure because, you know, so. You're probably and it is that f- first person exactly. that, that, I, that I've had a conversation where, again, I could have left this in my head, but I said, nah, man. If we're going to have a true conversation, yeah. and as you said, I was truthful to you, and I'm the first one that actually said this to you, yeah. I want to have a truthful conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather you respect it's me nice. for what I said than for you. I'd rather you respect yeah. me for what I yeah. think I'm gonna than walk what out. I said. I'm going to walk out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you know, how, how do you know that's not what I'm trying to do? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you're trying to get a moment out of me. I'm going to be honest with you, I smoke too much weed. I can't move. <laughs> Well, Canada's got too much good weed. I can't. This chair's just really yeah. comfortable right now. <laughs> how how is the weed in Canada? How how do you oh, how do you like in the weed in Canada? So oh far? my days! This uh, oh, I couldn't have asked for more. Yeah, yeah, really nice, man. Mm-hmm. Really nice. And do you are you like more like a connoisseur or are you like just are you just smoke? Just yeah, for I just the, smoke. Yeah, a lot. so you don't want to make sure. Okay, I need a uh, this type of bud or this. Yeah, type, yeah. yeah. And Canada has it happened. How is the weed in the UK opposed to Canada? Uh, no, it's much better here. Yeah, it's just, just it's easier, isn't it? It's easier, more options and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember, I suppose in in London, it's probably a bit more, you got more, um, you know, I mean, don't forget me, there's a couple of legal shops, but it's long. Mm-hmm. It's not really. What you say, Canada? A bit, a bit dingy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever... When you're back home now, the UK, because I see a lot of times it's like you're hanging around with a lot of people. Are you usually like the only white person in the group at times? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then is this something where you feel like you're more, you feel more comfortable there? Yeah. 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 100%. Because of, it seems like from the beginning, like your childhood and all that stuff that was going on, you just were looking for somewhere to be accepted for yourself with your rough edges, whatever you have, whatever you come with, you just wanted to be accepted and seem like here amongst these people here, you got accepted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I guess it's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe just my interests and likes kind of helped with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I could say, again, as I see, I could see your energy, your vibe, you're 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 true to yourself it's just a lot of times people don't know if you're really true but you're true to yourself yeah. through and through and through yeah, you know what i mean you are who you are yeah. i like what i like i do what i do yeah you know what i mean exactly that the year's early right now 2024 what else could we expect from mbr um, yo look i think now it's time to like you know Show the world, like, yeah, just drop hits after hits after hits after mm-hmm. hits. Yeah, yeah, that's just that, that's it now. Mm-hmm. Like, next, a structured song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see you on those big shows in the festivals across the globe? Um, already, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can catch me. I feel I've got a few, a few booked in this year mm-hmm. already. We've got some big ones in the UK. Um, Summer Jam. Yeah. Summer Jam, where? New York? No, Germany. 
Oh, summer jam. Yeah. Okay. Summer jam, New York. That's uh, big in New York, uh, um, Germany, and we've got um, one called Reggae Land mm-hmm. in Milton Keynes in London, England, with um, Pop Khan, Shabaranks, uh, Burning Spear, some big names. Did you ever really picture yourself being on the same show with a Pop Khan, a Shabaranks, a Burning Spear, and I'm part of this right here too. Do you ever picture yourself really could see yourself being there? Um, I think I, I did all my life up until a certain point and I thought I'd kind of give up on it. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it did happen. What was that point there where you felt like I wanted to give up on this dream right here? Um, probably maybe like just before 2023, like the end, maybe sort of like 2022 the end of 2023 and that would have been you see how they tell people don't give up yeah don't give up it's right around the corner don't give up yeah what if you gave up one day before you put out that freestyle you didn't funny because i did give up Mm -hmm. and it was other people that there was a there's a big rapper in england called nines Mm -hmm. and he just i don't know what come what energy he just he must have felt energy he said like, dot needs to do something someone needs to bring him in um, and he just messaged someone said yo do a freestyle with him and that's when that was the Radam and, and, and here we are right now yeah here we are that's great yeah. what was it like for Popcorn pulling you out on stage in in front of your home court what was that like now? oh that was amazing man that was probably one of, that was one of the best moments of my career mm-hmm. yeah that was wicked yeah, because I know that you vlogged about it. It seemed like okay, you guys were just chilling and everything. Yeah. You weren't really expecting him to. Call I didn't you know. Up. I thought I was gonna warm up, yeah. like you know, like you know, like the, a couple artists perform, and then yeah. you know, like, and then the main act. But no, I didn't. I definitely didn't because I actually, I, I actually like give up on it. Mm-hmm. Not give up on it because I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Well, I did care, but I was like, I remember I was there was like from the from the backstage to the front where you could where you, you see on a stage, and he was performing because he just went down in. And I'm I'm like in this room talking to the security guard and there was some artists arguing about going. I said, I, was like, I said, bro, I don't care. I said, look, I said, I'm supposed to be performing. It's like, yeah. I said, look, at the end of the day, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. I'm just going to go out there and enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. And the second I said that, the guy comes and yo, yo, he's calling you. He's calling you on stage. Mm-hmm. And it's run around and run on the stage. And I expected yeah. him to like run off the stage, but he yeah. didn't. He stayed on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From you see, he, he reposted it. Clearly, he he liked it. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and it was that was a song that you performed to also right up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, these things you know help as well. Like in my struggle and battle to prove my seriousness, because when it, <laughs> that's what this podcast is going to be called. It, Am I serious or not? Yeah. That that is seems to be the overarching yeah. theme that not we're nothing, going with. Nothing yeah. wrong. No, wait, I never wrong. said that. That's what we're going to call this. Yeah. Am I serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we'll let you be the leave your comment in the comment section. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, like you know that obviously, like you know that makes me feel good to mm-hmm. know that they take it seriously mm-hmm. and stuff like that. For sure, and especially remember, it's Jamaica. This is the mecca. This is where right. you don't get any bigger than this when it comes to reggae and dancehall music. When I was in Jamaica last time, Bounty Killer, I walked into the club mm-hmm. and he just grabbed me. He said, "Yo." He said, you see you? Mm-hmm. He said, no other white artist ever done it like you do it. He said, you're different. 
Mm-hmm. You, you're different. The way you perform, your energy, you have it, you. Mm-hmm. May I give you flow, your flowers from now. And that, and then Beanie Man walked in. He was like, yo, Beanie. That moment there was like historical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got all the picture together. I seen, right? I seen the picture. It's you, Bounty Bean, and there's one other person in the picture too. George. Yes. George P. Yes, yes, yes. So I said, okay. And if Bounty, of all people, he's telling you that, you know it's serious. Yeah, because I'm a dancer artist. So from time, the, 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 the kings have said like, yeah, Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah. Let me let me fight my battle now. Mm-hmm. You know, let me just, yeah. I'm armored up. Yeah, ready. And I guess from you got that. From Bounty gave you the cosign, and Beanie gave you the cosign in your mind. A popcorn gave you the cosign. There's no turning back. Yeah. How can I turn back if I got the check right. mark? Yeah. No, we don't turn back. From these three, we turn red. Yeah. <laughs> and after red, purple. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Because you seem to like these colors. I like yellow. Yeah. Yellow is my favorite color. So when are you putting out turn yellow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summer. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. M that I got one last one for you. Since no. again, since we've had a it's been fun. We've had a we've had we've had a quite a very honest, open conversation. And this is the last honest, open question okay. that I have for you. All right. There's a thin line between appreciation yeah. and appropriation. Right. Okay. You, I guess you understand that, right? Yeah. Appreciation yeah. and appropriation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What is something in the culture musically that you're not willing to do because you find that I don't think I should do that because that might come across as appropriation opposed to appreciation. So something that I wouldn't do because I think people would find it offensive. People or even yourself. I would myself if I if I would find it offensive. Yes, something. Um, there's something that you say I'm not willing to do here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. I could not answer. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, so you don't have a. Where you say I'm not I mean, really. You can talk to my ideas if you. <laughs> I'm not really comfortable with doing this here because clearly you cuss. You don't. You don't mind cussing bomba clack and all this. Right, 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 right. So is there something where you say, mm, I don't think I want to do that. Uh, not really. Mm-hmm. No. You didn't cross that bridge yet. No, not yet. Yeah, but I guess you, if if or when you get there, you will. No one you'll figure it out from there? Uh, yeah, look, uh, as a white British man doing Jamaican music, I'm really like, I do, I'm really, really careful in how I treat this. It has to always be respectfully mm-hmm. treated at all times. So, yeah, I have to be really careful. Okay. And you understand where the the dances that you have to do to be careful? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, M. Dot, as you said, you smoke, so your energy is just kind of cool. And we weren't really having that type of conversation, but I'll tell you this much: your energy, boss, how you bring it across is freaking crazy. I, Thank you. I don't know if you could do a full thirty-minute set with that type of energy you have, boss, because it's so max level. It's almost you. You're almost. You believe every word coming out of your mouth and you just try to make it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, we can do it, man. We 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 uh, we we've trained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave something there. Leave some social media contacts where they could check you out. And if there's anybody, anything you want to big up right now, the floor is yours, one hundred percent. Big up yourself, my bro. That's cool. Appreciate the, the 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 honest conversation. I love everyone who's honest. Um, and I'm honestly, I'm really like, I'm I'm very. It's hard to offend me. Mm-hmm. I don't get offended easy. Mm-hmm. I'm a very easy. But I, an I understanding person. I, I don't think you. conversations are meant to be, as long as it's not coming from a, I know, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I think, it, I think if you be, sat down at the beginning and come straight at me with that, it would be like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, what are you brought me here for, bro? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. no, obviously, I could see you as genuinely in, in the whole story before, you mm-hmm. know, that questions. But um, again, yeah, no, it was good. Um, I do want to big up yourself. Big up Canada. Yeah, of course. Big up Toronto. Big up the whole of Canada. I appreciate the support a lot. Um, check me out, man. Um, I think everybody knows my TikTok and my my Instagram M artist. But please go and check out the Cook and Vibe channel. Um, that will give you a different understanding of who I am as well. Um, make sure you check out Ringo Vision YouTube channel. That's management Z highest. One Way GP, check them out. If you need anything, contact them on Instagram, social media, the rest of it. And uh, big up the rest of the world who's watching. And I uh, appreciate you lot, man. Yeah. And I hope to, so I'm going to, I don't really read comments, mm-hmm. but I'm going to read the comments just to see what you guys think and see your opinions. Because look, it's not, it's not, it's not negative. Mm-hmm. It's not coming from a bad place. It's just a genuine question. Come. So, It'll, I'll be I'll be quite interested to see what you guys think as well so leave your comment in the comment section and don't forget to press the like button <laughs> yeah, you understand and subscribe too you understand <laughs> and subscribe yeah listen epic great conversation from your mind and how you actually again we're, we're used to the the crazy M dot the fact that you sat down and you can articulate yourself so I could understand what's in your mind yeah. that really meant a lot yeah. you know what I mean okay. and we know it's the freestyles that got you here. Right. So there's yeah. no way I'm going to have <laughs> yeah, you in that, that red man. chair and you're not going to give us a yeah, freestyle before you go. People, I just released a brand new freestyle. It's called Plugged In Fumes Engineer. It's out right now. Please go and check it out. Yeah, Zimmy. Um, we say we give them peace out new of freestyle. Yeah. All right. Look, if I don't get no pussy, yeah, I'll go fuck up my sleep. It's my turn, now they can't stop me. Everyone else, fuck off and leave. YGP is the team of my Killigate City with a mini 14. And nobody like me is never before seeing them boy, their pussy, they can't adore me. Look, with the ass with the bumper. Pump your terror up your jumper. Yeah, me see pussy turn red. Now every girl want to take on my number. I got cock pop the bumper. Wine for the G, make a shit like thunder. Back it up, chop, dumper. Press cycle, we never go under. This guy must think me a idiot. This guy must think me a mad. If you don't run no pussy, my girl can get your own cab. Pass me the high grade Rizla. Right now me are jumping the lab. Big bomber class with light up. Light up now everything mad. You're bad man. You're bad bro. <laughs> yo, yo, you're bad. You're fucking bad B. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.